Welcome to the FCC Podcast. Hear all the stories, worship, and teaching from Sunday service. Want to connect with us or learn more about FCC? Visit us at FCCETown.com. Well, as we head into the second weekend of basketball and March Madness, I have a mixture of sadness and refreshment. Okay, The sadness is because I use out of the tournament and I would love to have uh, a care about a specific game this weekend, and yet that's also what gives me refreshment. I find myself more relaxed. I'm not really worried about uh, what I have to kind of get worked out and get done and get taken care of so I've cleared my schedule so I can watch a particular game. It's just freeing and sad all at the same time. Uh, I'm still going to watch some basketball, but the anxiety isn't there, and maybe you don't care and maybe um, you don't care because your team is out, um, maybe you don't care because you're just not watching any of it anyway. So let's move on. Uh, we're, we're talking about much better stuff as we talk about Jesus. And, and, and Sunday, we talked about how free and generous uh, Jesus was with his compassion, with his love, with his mercy, his grace, his forgiveness. And I, I want to highlight one more time something that I think we we miss, and I think our pessimistic minds can kind of talk us out of this particular part of Jesus all the time. Uh, my daughter, Emery, and I, sorry, my Alexa's talking to me, or actually Siri, sorry, I get them mixed up. Uh, my daughter, Emery, and I went to see Bob Goff, Bob Goff speak on Sunday, and if you don't know who Bob Goff is, he is an author, he's a speaker, he's also a lawyer. Uh, don't let that scare you, he's actually a really nice guy. In fact, if you're feeling down, if you're feeling depressed, you're feeling a little bit negative today, you should pick up a Bob Goff book and just read a chapter or two. I mean, the guy will just make you smile. He is a smile kind of wrapped up in a human being. But here's the part that shows up in person when we went to see him. When we, we went to talk to him at two different moments uh, during, during and after the show, he, he, he seemed just as smiley, just as friendly, just as engaging one-on-one as during his stage time. Okay, He, he seemed... Uh, like that's actually who he is and he actually wanted to talk to us. Now, it's possible that Bob was still kind of putting on airs and, and just that's part of the show because he's in a speaking engagement that he's there for a moment and then he's moving on and, and maybe that's just the way that he does it. But uh, we hit a moment uh, from the Last Supper that mattered to the disciples about Jesus and it, it's similar. In Luke chapter 22, there's this moment where Jesus is recorded as saying, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. I have eagerly desired, it says. Now, here's the truly interesting part about this verse to me. With just hours left before Jesus is going to find his way to uh, the trials and everything that goes along with it, hours left before he's in the Garden of Gethsemane and he knows he's going to be arrested, um, which I believe Jesus knew was coming, Jesus is saying, look, I, I want to be in this moment with you. I want to be in this meal. I want to be in this tradition. I want to be in this conversation with these people that matter so much to me. And it, it seemed as though it was meaningful to him and it was important to him to do all of that. Um, and even though he's got all these horrible things that are on their way, um, he, he can't wait to be spending this time with these people who matter to him. And he wanted to be there, and he was delighted, eager to be in that moment with them. Now, let me take this a little bit further. Here's how we know it's even more important. Um, when it comes to what we read there in Luke chapter 22, it's written for us by Luke. Luke wasn't in the upper room. Luke wasn't there. Luke 
was not an eyewitness to Jesus saying, I eagerly desire to spend this Passover with you. Luke actually became a follower of Jesus during Paul's ministry uh, a decade or so after Jesus was crucified and after Jesus rose from the dead and after Jesus ascended into heaven. So Luke wasn't even part of the faith at that point when that sentence was actually spoken. But what he's writing down for us all those years later are things that he heard told to him by the apostles who he spent a great deal of time with as they were recanting and and not recanting, reliving and retelling what, what all was spoken there in the upper room. And here they are a decade and a half later and the one thing that they remember is how much Jesus wanted to be there. I think sometimes we just can't fathom that the creator of the universe and the savior of our lives didn't have a little bit of regret and reluctance in wanting to do that. But that's not who Jesus is. Jesus was eager to spend time with his creation. He was eager to spend time with his apostles in the upper room. But it wasn't just that. He was eager to spend time with Zacchaeus, whom he'd never met before, but whom he created. He was eager to to spend time at Mary and Martha's house. He was eager to, to spend time, even with Pharisees who had ridiculed him. When they would invite him over for a meal, he would go there, not reluctantly, not kicking and screaming, not, I believe even his disciples probably didn't want to go on those trips, but Jesus wanted to. He wanted to be around those people that he created, and and he wants to be around you. He wants to be around me. I think sometimes we can give ourselves a pass and give ourselves permission because this pessimistic uh, brain of ours starts to to twist it to where we think Jesus wouldn't really want to be around us. Jesus wouldn't really be eager to be around somebody like me, and so it's okay for me to not choose to be around him because he's not going to feel like he's missing all that much. But I think the point that we're supposed to gain from those words is just how much Jesus still wants to be with you and just still wants to be with me. So would we take seriously our times to get to be with him? Whether it's our time of prayer, our time of Bible study, and just spend a moment recognizing that it's in that moment that Jesus isn't reluctant to be hearing from us again. He's been eagerly desiring and wanting and waiting for a chance to be with you. Maybe that changes your perspective on prayer, Bible study, journaling, quiet times, walks that you spend just listening to what God has to say. Because he's eager. He wants, he's desiring to spend time with you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you um, for all that you give us. We thank you for the way that you um, take care of us. We thank you for the way that you save us, that you rescue us. We thank you for the way that you speak into the stuff of our lives. But God, we we have a hard time fathoming that you would be eager to be with somebody like me, that you would be eager to want to hang out with us because we know that There are some who aren't so eager to hang out with us, and we start to assume that maybe that's how everybody feels. But somehow you're able to overcome that, and somehow you you see the best in us. You see who you created us to be, and and you know that who you created us to be is special to you, and you're eager to spend time with us. May, May we allow that to just sink in 
as we go through the rest of this week and perhaps have it be at the forefront of our mind as we think through uh, the next moment that we get to spend with you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. These insights on Jesus that are kind of filling in the gaps along the way, they're not just things that we need to hear and that we need to understand. There's friends of yours, neighbors of yours, family members of yours who need to hear it too. And so maybe it's sharing this devotion. Maybe it's liking it so it shows up in your feed. Maybe it's throwing a comment in there uh, on, on the feed. Or, or maybe it's inviting someone to come and be with you uh, on Sunday morning as we talk again about Jesus and start to understand a little bit more of who he is and just how much he gets us. Uh, we hope that you'll be with us at 9.30 and 11 o'clock in person, 11 o'clock online, and we will see you Sunday.